All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free telephone number this Friday. It is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the uh, show, I'm actually loving this. Um, it's like democratic disarray or an outright rebellion now happening with the Biden White House. They're going to throw a big like kumbaya party to, to try and unite everybody because everybody's, you know, mad at Joe for one reason or no- another. Uh, now a new report uh, that campaign volunteers working to reelect Joe Biden. They're headed for the exits, quote, in droves. In an alarming development, OK Magazine uh, for Joe Biden and his reelection campaign, a group of his own campaign staffers issued a warning that volunteers are living, quote, in droves due to the concerns over the president's handling over the Israeli Gaza conflict. Well, uh, Joe Biden has been pressuring almost from the get go for Israel to have a permanent ceasefire. So that's what's happening behind the scenes. He's tried to take a very different posture publicly Now, all this news comes at a time when Biden's already under immense pressure from members of his own radical party uh, regarding the U.S. policy towards the conflict. Uh, But anyway, expressing their discontent. By the way, even interns now are rebelling against Joe and Joe's White House. But the campaign staffers published an anonymous letter uh, and demanding that Joe Biden call for a ceasefire in Gaza. Could you imagine if one of our allies, if there was a day, again, you extrapolate population and you look at the, the 1,400 Israelis killed, the, the hundreds of other people taken hostage, that'd be the equivalent of losing about 40,000 Americans in a single day. How did America react when we lost 2,977 of our fellow Americans in a single day? Uh, and we're going to be lectured but that's what this White House, the people that work in this radical White House want Joe to do and that Joe is now feeling full on pressure to do. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, we've got some insight into Joe's very, very busy schedule. It looks like Joe Biden's work schedule is lighter than we thought. Uh, Joe Biden now facing a potential public relations disaster because Republicans found that the 80 year old Democrat had nothing on his public schedule for 13 days in a row. I mean, Linda, I mean, I, I got my long vacation of the year and it went like that, you, you know, in a blink of an eye, it's gone. You know, I'm, I'm energized, ready to go. You know, it's a presidential election year. It's going to be a roller coaster emotionally for everybody. And I'm back to work. I mean, these these people are off more than they ever work anyway. It follows research by a GOP-run campaign group that showed that last year Biden spent a whopping 138 days away from Washington. That's almost 40 percent of the time. And that after spending just nine minutes on December 22nd at a children's at Children's National Hospital, the president left for Camp David for vacation, a retreat for the commander in chief, as well as the federal government agents and their families. And after getting back from vacation, then they set off for the U.S. Virgin Islands. And Joe came back with a very bad sunburn. Probably forgot he was out there as long as he was out there. Um, Look, what did I say on Tuesday that you can expect for the year? I said, this is where, and I'm going to repeat this a lot during the year. So save your calls that say Hannity is repeating himself because I'm doing it consciously. It is something I want to literally imprint in the brain of every American. I want to tattoo it into everybody's brain. And that is very simple. 
They don't want to talk about Joe's failed border policies. They don't want to talk about Joe's inflation. They don't want to talk about Bidenomics. They don't want to talk about his failed foreign policy. They don't want to talk about anything of substance. Democrats will only talk about Donald Trump and the danger to democracy. They'll only talk about January 6th, but they won't tell you the whole story of January 6th. They'll only talk uh, uh, about those things you know, that, that benefit them. They're going to demagogue abortion. And then it's the, the usual democratic party handbook, Republicans, racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic, dirty air, dirty water. And, uh, of course, throwing grandma and grandpa over the, over the cliff. I say it all the time. Why? Because when you hear them doing this and when you see that they can't talk about their record or their substance, you know what they're up to. So I want you to recognize it when you see it, when you hear it. You'll see their willing accomplices in the media basically doing the same exact thing. Just like Biden is speaking at a campaign event near Valley Forge uh, today to mark, what, three years since January 6th. How convenient that nobody ever investigated. There was no congressional committee into the 574 riots that killed a couple of dozen Americans that wounded thousands of cops that were pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, or the billions in property damage. Uh, nobody got arrested, even though we had a wealth of evidence, videotaped evidence that could have put a lot of these insurrectionists, if you will, rioters, if you will, in jail, whatever term you prefer. Uh, but there's never been any interest at all whatsoever in, in, in holding those people accountable. And then, of course, the big lie told to us by both the media and by the Democrats, oh, they're mostly peaceful. They're not mostly peaceful. They're anything but peaceful. And when they talk about January 6th, they, they kind of forget that Donald Trump said that day, many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. Uh, guess what? Uh, he didn't talk about you know, raiding the Capitol, which can never happen, should never happen. The saddest part of this stupid committee that had a predetermined outcome is they never came up with any agenda and plans to prevent this from ever happening again, which they should, it should have been a big part of their mission. So then they're not going to talk about all the people that I had on tape that were with president Trump in the days before January 6th that said that, yeah, he, he wanted to call in the national guard anywhere between 10 and 20,000. I've got four people that were that say they were in the same exact meeting with Donald Trump, including Trump himself, and he wanted to authorize it. They never brought in, you know, Mayor Bowser and asked why in writing she she rejected outright any any calling up of the National Guard that day uh, or the fact that we learned from people like the Capitol Police chief's son that there was actionable intelligence in the days leading up to January 6th and that he was reaching out and begging for help with the sergeant of arms that never got questioned, whose phone never got taken, whose text messages and phone calls were never examined, or Nancy Pelosi, same thing. She's in charge of safety at the House, or Chuck Schumer. That never happened. Uh, even, even Lester Holt at NBC News reported, oh, turns out there was actionable intelligence that people had planned you know, to, to raid the Capitol that day. Well, why didn't they take measures to prevent it? You know, why did they, why did the mayor reject the national guard? Why did they never talk to the Sergeant at arms? Why didn't they ever talk to Nancy Pelosi? So again, it's the three new things, demagogue abortion, January 6th and Donald Trump 
is a danger to the democracy. That's all you're going to hear from them this year. So get used to it. It's not just going to be me. I'm just telling you what's happening as evidenced by Joe's first campaign speech. It's all about MAGA Republicans, January 6th, and Donald Trump being a danger to democracy. By the way, young women, they are now abandoning Biden along with Hispanic Americans and African Americans and and young male voters as well. Uh, Biden now, uh, female voters, his support under 30 percent has plummeted 18 points in six short months. That is not a good sign going into an election year. It's not a good sign that he has the lowest approval rating of any sitting president heading into a reelection cycle. Biden and his first campaign ad, of course, it was about the danger to democracy. The same thing that we keep hearing again and again and again. We are learning some things. We know that Biden's energy loans are apparently was a major investor in a nearly bankrupt energy company. Oh, guess what? That company's set to receive $1.5 billion from his office. <laughs> his energy loans are great. And every one of these projects that they've invested in, billions of dollars, not one of them is successful to date. And, it's, and, neither, and none of them are showing any signs of any potential success. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable. By the way, no top U.S. government official has an approval rating over 50%. One story about palace intrigue, if you will, uh, for, for, the Washington Examiner reported this. Vice President Kamala Harris, once seen as the obvious choice to succeed Joe Biden, apparently is viewed as so bad by them at her job that the first family and key aides have been freezing her out of all major decisions and consider her ability to help the president's agenda, quote, a joke. According to a new bio- biography, Amateur Hour, the president and first lady have been so standoffish that they've yet to host a family dinner for Harris and her second husband, Doug, uh, Doug, whatever his name is, and the president has re- reneged on his promise to have weekly lunches with, with uh, the vice president. And Biden, by the way, the administration spent over $16 million, though, on diversity training. I have, a, I, have a, I have a very cheap way for a diversity training. I could rewrite every HR department's rules, and I can do it on one page. The golden rule. Now, maybe this part is optional, depending on which company it is. Love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself, and I'll add, treat others the way you want to be treated. Is it that hard? Not that hard. You follow that. Guess what? You don't need all the specifics and all those HR booklets and all those training sessions that they're paying for. Uh, Apparently report today that Karine Jean-Pierre and National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby that frequently split the podium at these media briefings. Apparently behind the scenes, their relationship is fraught with tension. Did you know that, Linda? I didn't, but I mean, it's the blind leading the blind. Uh, Biden now heads into this tough re-election and his top-ranking spokespeople apparently at odds while navigating a situation in which there's one press secretary in name, but two that practice, one for domestic, one for foreign policy. Apparently they don't like each other. Uh, Greg Jarrett had a great piece, the evidence of corruption. As that continues to build, Joe Biden might decide to quit the presidential race. Uh, You've got to look at that as a real possibility. House Republicans are now moving to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress. Well, if they held Steve Bannon in contempt and Peter Navarro in contempt, why wouldn't why wouldn't zero experience Hunter be held in contempt? Sounds only fair to me. You know, it, it is interesting to watch the media and the way the media works. 
because they're so corrupt in, in every way imaginable. I mean, if you just look at the way they cover pretty much everything, uh, it's pretty amazing. You know, it's, um, you know, look, look at what they're trying to do with Donald Trump and remove him from the ballot. Look at all that. That's not working out well. Um, and we're just learning more and more about all this stuff every day. Let me just, it was a lot about the jobs numbers today. And we know the Biden administration has been inflating their jobs numbers for at least the last eight months. Monthly job reports, downward revisions going back to April. The Biden administration has issued another glowing jobs report today, claiming the economy added 216,000 jobs in December. And by the way, I would, I would want this to be true for the sake of our country. Not that I want America to fail. I want America to succeed. Here's the problem. When you dig a little deeper into this Bureau of Labor Statistics report, full-time workers fell by over 1.5 million from November to December. That's a dramatic number. Part-time workers rose by 762,000 from November to December. Multiple job holders are now the highest on record with 8.5 plus million. That's up 222,000 from November to December. When you dig deeper into these numbers, it's not as, it's not as rosy as it looks. Revisions made for the October-November non-farm uh, payroll employee employment numbers show a much more stagnant job growth than initially reported. Looks to me like they might be artificially cooking the books, and then they, when they have the revisions, nobody pays attention to it. October revised from 150,000 to 105,000. November revised from 199 to 173. In total, these revisions on employment in October, that's nearly 100,000 lower than initially reported. And government employee employment continues to be the major contributor to any job growth. Government employment increased by 52,000 in December. Wow, that's a pretty big number. Uh, anyway, on this Friday, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. A lot of your calls coming up today. We'll check in with Senator Mike Lee today. A new group being formed by Tom Homan and Mark Morgan, and it's called Border 911. Well, I'd say that this is a real clear present danger for every American, the open border policies of Joe Biden. Uh, so I think it's very timely. Listen, um, you can give your home a new look this year thanks to custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Now you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters. My favorite, I love their motorized option. And you get all of it. It's simple, fast, and easy online, uh, every bit of it. And it's such a better way to shop. You don't have to go to a showroom and get a markup. Salespeople that get commission. Nope, Blinds.com, no store beats their prices. They make it easy, easy, easy. Now, you can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com handle it for you. No matter how many windows get treatments, they only charge you one low installation cost, whether it's one window or the entire house. Anyway, they also send free uh, samples. They offer free design consultation. And every price you see online, you can trust it to be real. There's no hidden fees. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy for any reason, they're going to make it right. Anyway, start your year off the better way. You can spruce up your house now, Blinds.com. Shop now. You save up to 45% off, up to 45% off only at Blinds.com.